Hello, everyone. I would like to welcome you to the very first podcast, very first episode of a new podcast that we like to call the Brotherly Love of Sports. I'm your host, Corey Lovett, and I'm here with my co-host and my brother, Carl Lovett Jr. What's up, man? What's going on, bro? All right, man. So, yeah, man, I'm doing good, man. So we're just going to dive right in, man. So this podcast, this is a new a new sports podcast. Um, we're just going to talk about all things sports. Um, the reason we named it Brotherly Love of Sports is uh, we just simple, simply playing two brothers that just love sports. That's I mean, it. we grew up just always talking sports. So um, that's what we're going to talk about here, man. We're just going gonna to talk a lot of NBA, a lot of NFL. Um, we're 618-314 kids, so we'll talk a little MLB baseball, a little Cardinals. Um so we'll just get right into it with the NFL. Um, so probably one of the hottest stories right now um, is the Cowboys and Dak. Um, and for for all of you, you guys should should know this. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna let you. Yeah, I'm gonna let you tee off on this one. Yeah, you over there chopping at the bit. So, so <laughs> you're talking to a you're listening to a Cowboy fan here. Um, objective Cowboy fan. I know there's a lot of. Um, I don't know what you uh, rumors or whatever you want to say about cowboy fans that they're delusional and they're this and they're that every year they say that they they they're going to win the Super Bowl but I'll let you know here I'm an objective cowboy fan I expect us to lose every game <laughs> and I'll be honest with you. <laughs> you and I'll be honest with you I expect us to lose every game that's what you told me because I've done it too long I've done it too long with the Cowboys man I've just done it way too long I've been a fan you know what's funny. And I was telling a guy, I was talking to a guy the other day, and he hit me with something, and I couldn't even say, and I couldn't even say nothing. He told me, "You've never seen your team win a Super Bowl. You have, ne- you have not been alive to witness your team win a Super Bowl." And I just, I couldn't even say nothing. I mean, yeah, but that's that's not really. I mean, that's not really unheard of. I mean, the Cubs didn't like. No, no, Listen, up until the Cubs won the World Series a couple of years ago, nobody even seen them win the pennant for for sixty years. Okay, so, but mean, we're talking about America's team here. That, the America's team. It's it's America's people team. People on the outside don't view them as America's team. It's America's team. They're the most. They're the most watched. See, that's where the delusionality that's, comes from. That's right not. There. That's not delusionality. It's what it is. It's it's reality because the reality is you. The people who who aren't cowboy fans talk about the cow- cowboys more than actual okay, cowboy fans. Give, okay, give me a give me a reason why the Patriots aren't America's team, but the Cowboys are. Mainly because of the, like I said, because because of the nineties. Um. Okay. A, a lot what of people. About, what about the the twenty twenties and the twenty tens and the two thousands? I asked, you got me. I, I, you you know. got me, man. But this is why, and I'll tell you this right here. This is why. Two words, Jerry Jones. Oh yes, sir. Jerry Jones. I mean, say what you want about the guy. Terrific businessman. Great business. Great, business, great businessman. Man. Do I think we will win a championship as him being the owner? I do not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I just don't. I'm sorry. But anywho, let's just let's just dive right into it. So the biggest story in sport, one of the biggest stories in sports right now is um, Dak being injured, and obviously um, Cooper Rush kind of taking the um, the reins right now. And he um, he won a game last year for the Vikings. But the thing is, um, against the Vikings, yeah, yeah, against the Vikings. How long do you think he can sustain that level of play? Can can the Cowboys just 
kind of because that defense, man, that that guy, Michael Parsons, is a special player. Ooh, wee, boy. Special player, you know, man. I, I'm going to just say this. You know, I, I, I never – now, obviously, me and you was never we, – we didn't see, L, uh, you know, Lawrence Taylor, mm-hmm. LT. I, I did see somewhat of Warren Sapp, never seen any – Von Miller, you know, but – Doesn't Von Miller look good right now, though? He, he just, looks great just, right now. Just, just to say that, but, but go ahead. I've never seen a player with with the motor matches up to the talent like Micah Parsons. Right. I mean, this guy goes out there every single play like it's his last, and his talent, you know, just it's just a it's yeah, a plus. It's a right. plus. It's to a it. plus. Right. And he can single handedly keep you in football games. Now. I'm going to let you get into this little Dak situation here. But as long as Dak – I mean, you, we finna talk about Dak and his comeback. But as long as that guy stays healthy, you got a chance in my book. Go ahead. Yeah, I think we got a chance, man. And I love Michael Parsons because – and like you said, man, he's got the talent and the motor because you got a lot of guys – It's a word combination. You, exactly. We rarely ever see that. We rarely see that. You and got we'll a lot of guys – talk about a guy later, a little bit later, for a certain NBA team where that's <laughs> absolutely not the case. But we're not going to get into that. We'll, right we'll dive in that to yeah. a little later. But, um, but yeah, I got to be honest, man. Over the last the last year, Dak has not given me much to believe in. I I love Dak. I think he's a great guy. I but he's a some. There's some games where he plays like he like he like he's a fourth round pick. Like he was selected a fourth round pick. Which he is, yeah. And there's other games. That he plays like he he was drafted number four, and in those games where he plays like he's drafted number four, I just want to ask why can't you just bottle that and just just be consistent? Because what am I supposed to do with being thirty being down thirty to zero against the Broncos last year, going into the fourth quarter? What am I supposed to do with that? What am I supposed to do with 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 losing a playoff game to? To the 49 a home playoff game at that to the 49ers for Jimmy Garoppolo and no disrespect to Jimmy Garoppolo because yeah, I think he's a service yeah, I think Jimmy he's a G. I think yeah. he's a serviceable player man I think he's a serviceable quarterback so no disrespect to him but still it's just to me with the consistency with Dak I just don't I just he puts because and everybody's saying oh man I can't we got to see uh when Dak gets back we got to when Dak gets back we'll be all right. Dak was playing like garbage when he got hurt. <laughs> he was playing like garbage. I just got to be honest. So, I mean, I'll ask you this. Do you think the Cowboys can hold it together until Dak gets back? Yes, because I don't think that it, – listen, it, it's not like Dak was a world beater before he went down. Mm-hmm. So, but when you say hold it together, hold what together is my question for you. Like, what, what, what is the true – like, what do we really think the, the ceiling for this team is this season? Well, we'll get into that actually later because we're going to do our predictions for the rest of the season. Um, but I honestly, I mean, I can reveal it right now. I just don't think. Listen, okay, Dak to me, he he. I've seen enough to da- of Dak now that he is what I believe he is at this point. He the epic flows, the up and down, the inconsistencies is what he is. And look, we you you said it earlier. He's a fourth round pick for a reason. And I don't want to hear all this stuff. Oh, but man. okay. Okay, but not to cut you off, but yes, he's the fourth round pick, but he exceeded those expectations his rookie year when he came in and led a team to thirteen and three and run the rookie of the year. So okay. I believe 
when he did that, the standard for him went up. So I expect, I don't, I mean, obviously you have down years, but I expect not necessarily that, you know, type of type of year, but I expect that same type of year to happen each and every year and not the inconsistencies that he, that he, that he continues to put out on the field. But you have seen enough of Dak now. Oh, take, okay. Take into account that rookie season, you have seen five, six other seasons of, of of up and down, so you should believe that's what he is at this point. I understand what he did his rookie season, but that team had one of the best offensive lines that you ever see. That Zeke Elliott was, I mean, was was I mean, was by far the hell. That was his rookie season as well. But he he was at his apex at that point in time, and their defense was serviceable. I, I don't really remember them ever having a dominant defense, but I've seen. Okay, my biggest issue with Dak is is this. He doesn't perform well in big games. He does not. He does not. I mean, the, the bigger the stage, the smaller Dak comes up. And I've seen the stack somewhere. I can't remember where it was. It said Dak against playoff teams in his career is 12 and 23. 21, I believe. 21, yes. right. Okay. Still not good. but Not good at all. So, and, you know, people ask the question all the time, can the Cowboys win a Super Bowl with Dak? And I don't like that question because, I mean, I mean it, it, the, one of the most difficult things to do in sports is to win a Super Bowl. I mean, look at the number of great quarterbacks that have never even won a Super Bowl. I mean, Aaron Rodgers, as great as he is, uh, according, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you guys my uh, take uh, on on Aaron Rodgers in yeah, another I, I, episode. I don't know how you feel about him, but listen, we all know he's an all-time great quarterback. There's no debate. I'll give you, yeah, I'll give you that regular he's only, regular he's season. Been, but okay. He's only played in one Super. Bowl. He's only been in the long one he was in. He won it, but he's only been in one Super Bowl as great as he's been. Drew Brees, same thing. Dan Marino, same thing. So. I don't know if you can if Dak if Dak got to win the Super Bowl, but I know enough of Dak to know. You know, I would say Dak is one of those guys that everything would have to go right for the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl. I don't think he's. I I put you know they 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 label him a nickname middle of the pack Dak, and I think that's right where he is around like fourteen fifteen. You can put him in there. I give him that twelve twelve to fifteen. Is where he where he is ranked as quarterback, and so I don't think he's like a Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or uh, Patrick Mahomes, where if things go wrong, you can look to him and say, "Hey, get us out of this." So I think you gotta you gotta have you gotta yeah, have an O line, you gotta have a run game, and you gotta have viable receivers. Uh-huh. And you know one thing, and I, I'm not to take up all the time, but taking away Amari Cooper and trading away Amari Cooper for for basically nothing. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Believe it or not, Amari Cooper got Dak paid. Oh, absolutely. He absolutely there, got Dak paid. There's no disputing that whatsoever. Look at the numbers from when – from you can look at the numbers now from when – If um, you look at how Dak took off after they exactly, acquired Amari Cooper, I exactly. mean, there, there's no possible way that anybody can dispute, I mean, the, the impact that Amari Cooper had on Dak's career. Can't dispute it. Way. Can't dispute it. And they traded him away for beans. <laughs> for beans. And, and we're left with – I mean, CeeDee Lamb, I, I like him. But he just hasn't shown me enough. He dro- he drops too many balls. He doesn't get a lot of separation. I like him. But is he is can can is he a number one guy? Michael Gallup, he's good. But I just I just don't see it. Yeah, I, I, and I hate to tell tell Cowboy Nation this. 
I just don't see it. I'm sorry. I, I just think it, I just think we've reached a point now. Like we, we kind of like we need to temper our expectations with Dak. I mean, you know, I think we've seen enough now to really know what Dak is. I don't think we have to question is Dak this is Dak that. I think we've seen enough to know exactly you know the the what 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 the ceiling is for Dak. Yeah. You know, he's not he, he's not one of these top top tier guys. He's not you know he, he's not Justin uh, Josh Allen, not Justin Herbert, not Patrick Mahomes. Not Lamar, who we're going to get into in a little bit. Uh, he, he's like you said, middle of the pack deck. So you should have middle of the pack expectations. You have to make sure that what deck is surrounded with is adequate enough for you to go out there and have those expectations. It can't solely depend on deck doing something to make you to put you over the top. And and the, the issue is, you know, it, it stems from you no know, that guy that sits up top. As long as your owner has a weekly radio show where he's discussing <laughs> the, injury, the injury report, the schematics, who, uh, what you need to do on the offensive line, who the quarterback needs to throw the ball to, what this and that. That's what is – because we can't deny the level of talent that this team has had over the years. They've, they've produced the most pro bowlers since, I believe, 20, I mean, 2010, I believe. Yes. Besides the Kansas City Chiefs. So uh, we've reached to a point now where you know we're talent. We, me, and you always talk about this together. You, I mean, talent. You can't you can't get anywhere without talent. And yeah, that's true. They they've produced the talent. They have they've put talented teams out there. But it just we 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 it, it's it's an ongoing thing. We see how we see the movie a hundred times. We know exactly how it's going to end. It's the same way. I tell you what, I guarantee you, you all can't name me ten. Probably ten NFL owners in the NFL right now, let alone one that has his own radio show, <laughs> who does three radio Man, shows a week. That's insane to it, me. Can you imagine Robert Kraft ever sitting down a weekly? He won't talking do it. About oh Tom Brady uh, <laughs> needs to quit. Bill Belichick needs to uh, let Tom Brady throw the ball more, or the offensive line needs to protect Brady more and do this and that. Or Brady needs to throw it to whoever receives. Can you imagine that? He won't do it. All right, man. So. That's it on Dak. So transitioning from from one quarterback to the next, um, we're going to talk about Lamar Jackson right mm-hmm. now and, and the situation that's going on with the Ravens. Obviously, um, obviously they had a um, they kind of went to a contractual war this off season and couldn't get a deal done. Um, and Lamar wants obviously Lamar is um, it's a pretty peculiar situation. He's obviously his own his own agent, um, him along with his mom. Um, so it's a pretty peculiar situation that they're going through right now. But honestly, if I'm the Ravens, I'm paying Lamar whatever whatever he wants. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, I would have paid him whatever whatever he wants more than Kyler. If it if it's fully guaranteed, I'm giving him fully guaranteed money. You know why? Because just look at what the what the Ravens were if when especially when Lamar got injured last year. Just look at what they were. And Lamar Lamar wins. Lamar's a winner. He's a winner. And, and and Ravens, and I'll just tell the Ravens something, because the longer you draw this out, the price the price is going to keep going up. Absolutely. So if I was the Ravens, I'd have paid him yesterday. Hence the, what we just talked about with Dak. I'd have paid him yesterday. I'd have paid him yesterday, because Lamar, he's just a winner, man. He's just a winner. And people try to say he's a running back, he's a running back. Listen, Lamar... Complete sixty four percent of his passes, man. Complete sixty four percent of his passes, and he's a winner. And, and and the thing I like about John Harbaugh, 
what he did, he took a quarterback and then tried to make him uh, a quote unquote pocket passer. Absolutely. He 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 took Lamar's skill set and tooled the offense around mm-hmm. what Lamar does did best. And that's how every every GM, every coach that's what they should do. But honestly, I think the Ravens should pay Lamar, and I think the price is just keep, just keeps going up each day you wait to pay him. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, they, there's, Lamar Jackson, is definitely they definitely need to pay Lamar his money. And uh, Lamar is interesting because the critique and the criticism that was around Lamar when he was initially coming into the league I think is really playing an effect on what the outside perception is of Lamar. And when I say that, I say that to say, you know, you had unanimous scouts here and there coming out saying, oh, he needs to change the position. And his first year as a starter, because remember his, his rookie season, he didn't start the season off that year, Joe Flacco. Uh, you know, they started off, I think, you know, the first six games with Joe Flacco and did switched over to Lamar. And Lamar but went 6-1 and one in those he, games. He went 6-1 and one in those games, and, and, they went to the, and, and they went to the playoffs. And his next four-year season as a starter, he wins the MVP. Wins the MVP. And Unanimous, unanimous, unanimously. Yeah, unanimous MVP. So the thing about Lamar is that, you know, he plays the quarterback position, but he's such a dynamic runner. So dynamic. So dynamic that – like you said about John Harbaugh, he deserves credit because he didn't try and he didn't hear all that outside noise. He didn't cater to that. He said, "I got this dynamic talent here, and I'm going to maximize everything that I can out of him." Like that's what you should do yes. in a friend in 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 offenses. I mean, you I, you you tool the offense to your quarterback skill set. I mean, we see this time and time again. You know, whether it's football, we see it in baseball quite a bit, where you where you draft a guy in. And then you try and change the Try to make him something he's yeah. not Right I mean th- that's a disservice to the player I mean a- as an organization As a coaching staff You should try to put your posi- your players In the best position to succeed And the Ravens deserve much credit For, uh, for doing that uh, But yeah as far as the contract situation I don't know, really know what the hold up is I mean I would think that The style of play that Lamar plays Maybe he wants to squeeze every guaranteed dollar out That he can which is smart Because you know he's out right, of all his, quarter- style, his style of play. Yeah, out of all the yeah. quarterbacks, he's much susceptible to injury than yeah. any of them. So, and, and you also alluded to the fact that he represents himself, him and his mother. So I don't know if that's playing against him or not. But here, here's something. I, I thought about this, you know, on the way over here. I'm not sure, you know, I just want – I don't think this, this is operating whatsoever. Or I just want to get some a take on it. I just got this question. You think the fact that they seen Tyler Huntley, those two games he played last year – and he was very adequate. Was two plays away from beating Aaron Rodgers and the Packers at home, and played another game. And I don't know; I can't remember if he won it or not. But he he played very well. Do you think that that's operating somewhat here? That you know we don't really have to sell our soul off completely to Lamar. You know we we can name our price, and he can follow up with that. I just that was just something that I thought about because I really I, I really wrecked my brain on trying to find out why a deal hasn't gotten done. All right, well, I mean, go ahead with Tyler Huntley. You won't win anything, but I mean, I mean, you know, I, I, maybe, no, I, maybe but, they don't. Maybe they maybe they believe. Maybe they believe they can. I mean, nobody really knows except well, you know the Ravens and Lamar was was transpiring with this whole kind. Yeah, I do believe that they probably thought, hey, if Lamar holds out, we got Tyler Huntley to you know lessen some of the some of the load. But I don't think. I mean, Tyler Huntley doesn't win you a lot of games. I mean, I don't. I but like like I said, I I I, I like Tyler Huntley. He's good. He's a serviceable backup. Um, but I honestly, I mean, come on, Lamar is thirty eight. 
thirteen. Yeah, I, I really. And, I, he, and he's three to one uh, touchdown interception ratio. I, I really don't understand none of the, the, the you know some of the criticism and the critique and criti- criticism that Lamar gets at times. I think some of it's ridiculous. I mean, we hear all these people come out and say you know these outlandish off the wall things. I remember. I think I remember a quote this past offseason that was said something like. I don't care if Lamar wins the next 12 MVPs, he still won't take oh, you to get – I mean, that's it, ridiculous. It's, it's just stuff like that that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And, you know, I I, I don't want to get, you know – I mean, because this is a sports show. But, you know, there's there's a lot of other quarterbacks that we've never heard that critique about. And we've never heard those type of things yeah, that's being true. said about them. That's so true. And, you, you know, just because he doesn't do it the conventional way – or he 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 doesn't he doesn't do it in the way of a Peyton Manning. Can you or, win or a Tom Brady? Do you win? Can can you win with him as your quarterback? Yes, you can because he's proven that. He's proven that he's an MVP. And in this we hear league. all these we, we we're hearing all these times. Well, he needs to get a better in the pocket if he wants to. I mean, even is he? Still, he completes sixty four percent of his he passes. Sixty four percent of his passes, and he's still one of the one of the elite quarterbacks in the league, and he deserves to be paid as such. It's that simple. That's because simple, we're asking man. the question: Should the Ravens pay Lamar? And the question, and the answer is, it's yes. Question. It's without question, without question. I mean, does want, he have flaws in his game? Yes. To me, what like what is what is the but, what are their what is their argument like? Like, come on, man. He's like he these other guys who are getting paid. He's better than those guys. He's better than Kyler. Yeah. He, he he's better than I mean you. Uh, he he's just better than these guys. I mean Kyler. He he doesn't even study. But I mean that's another conversation for another day. He looked good last Sunday, but I mean they were down. He had fifty fifty six yards, he I believe. Good he got punched in the yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> don't get me started with the fans. But <laughs> anywho, all right, let's transition. Right. But we're going. Yeah, pay that man though. Yeah, pay that man. Hashtag pay that man. So we're going to transition. This will be our last topic on on NFL. So we're going to give you our predictions for the rest of the season. So we're going to do division winners and wild cards, what we think. These are our predictions. So let's start with the AFC East. Who do you have winning that? Do we even have to ask that question after these first two weeks? Have you seen the Bills? I got the Bills. I got the Bills as well. Man, they look good. Von Miller looks revived. Stephon Diggs looks like he can't be guarded by God right now. He can't. He can't be guarded. And it's just... He can't be guarded. And for anybody, I, I, I want you know people to really watch that opening night game and see how much the Bills just look like made the Rams look like they didn't even belong on the same field with them. They didn't, and those those are the the defending champs who we're talking about. And the Rams won the turnover battle, I believe, in that game. Right. So it could have been they could have that game really should have been like like fifty like fifty to fourteen or something. Right. And they just, I mean, and they just made the Titans, I mean, what they did to the Titans the other night, they just made it look like it, it was, you yeah. know, Pop Warner football. But, yeah. Ryan Tannehill is not, um, is not good. Every, yeah, the EFC East, we don't even have to waste time with that. Everybody's trying G- to put Give me Malik, Malik Willis, by the way, but I'll get there. Oh, man. Whatever. Tannehill is not good. Yeah, we've known that for years. Let's, let's just roll these off, actually. So, um, I'll do divisions first, and then we'll do the wild card. So, let's start. We'll start with the AFC. So, obviously, I got Bills. In the AFC North, I've got Ravens, um, AFC South. Um, despite their 0-2 and they look like garbage on Sunday, I'm still sticking with the Colts. I believe Matt Ryan will, will get it together. I'm sticking with the Colts. That's a bad division. Uh, the Texans aren't good. Um, the uh, the Jags, I, don't, I, I still got questions about Trevor Lawrence. Um, and like I just said, Tannehill is not good. Um 
AFC West, I'm sticking with the Chiefs. Um, there was a lot of talk this offseason about um, Tyreek Hill um, departing. Yeah, yeah, I seen Tyreek Hill, but did you see Mahomes opening day? And last week, the guy still looks great, and he's going to divvy it up to all those receivers. I mean, when you got when you, honestly, when you got a trans, transcendent talent like Patrick Mahomes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I got I'm gonna get into that in a little bit when I do my when I do my. AFC all right, West. you can go ahead and go go with your AFC okay. AFC uh, division winners. All right, AFC is obviously you know to come on Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They look like you know juggernauts right now, so not much to debate there. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna give it a little bit of merit because I mean people are trying to put two in the Hall of Fame this week, and you know let me just say this first. But you gotta give him credit. Yeah, you have listen, to six touchdowns, four. What do you throw? Four sixty nine. You gotta yeah, give him credit. But I kind of feel sorry for him going forward because they are. I mean, it really doesn't get much merit right now. But they are two and zero, and they are tied for the leading division. As good as Buffalo look, right. you know. But the thing, see, and I think Tua is at a disadvantage because. Even if he has a game like this, they'll just do the same thing. Of course, of course, you're gonna do that when you got Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. When you got the two best, uh, two fastest receivers in the league, so I feel that Tua is gonna always be at a disadvantage, and he he's always gonna be critiqued like this because a lot of people don't believe in Tua. But no. I mean, you got I gotta I gotta give him credit. I mean, six touchdowns and f- for four sixty nine, that like that's impressive. Whoever does it, I don't care. I don't care. He did what he did, and yes, yeah, you do gotta give him credit. And I'll, they were down twenty one in the I'll, fourth. I'll that, that game was more about what Baltimore didn't do. Yeah, yeah, did. yeah. That's true. Tua did, but, but he did. Yeah, he, he still he did, did it. He, he did still did it. it. So you give him right. credit, but I just think you know, going forward, I, I don't think because I, I said about Tua when he got drafted. I said too small, too fragile. I, that's what I said, and I, I wasn't. I, I you know him and Joe Burrow were the two top quarterbacks that came out in this, that draft and. I just don't believe that Tua is the guy. That's just my opinion. And, you know, it'll be interesting to see going forward. Hmm. But, yeah, as of right now. So, yeah, I got Buffalo winning that division, AOC East. AOC North, I got Baltimore. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to just say this right now. I love Joe Burrow, but he's not going to last this way, man. I mean, the, the amount of hits that he is taking. If, if he's not getting sacked, he's get, I mean he's on the grind every other play. And you would think after he after he suffered that catastrophic knee injury his rookie season, you would have think they would have found some way to not subject him to this type of punishment. Well, they revamped the O line. They got four four of the five O linemen out there are new O linemen. Yeah, but at the one same, of them are Lyle, the uh, is Lyle Collins. Okay, but too. it's not before, at the same time you have to do something. I mean, if you believe that that's your franchise quarterback. I mean, prior to last year, we all know this. The Cincinnati Bengals have not won a, hadn't won a playoff <laughs> game the past what fifteen, sixteen. I wish you guys. How many could, seasons you want to have? I wish you guys could have heard my take about Marvin Lewis. We not. Yeah, we're not going there. there. Yeah, but uh, and yes. Carl, Carl used to be a Bengals fan, but he jumped off the ship right before they before they before they went to the Super Bowl. Whatever. I'm, I'm listen. But it's not too late to get back on. At the same time, you finally got a guy. That that you that, that's taking you to that next level, and you don't find a way to to protect them. I'm mean, yeah, I get, I get you. You revamped the offensive line, 
But through these two games, you have to see that something's not working. So you have to but, scheme. Okay, okay. You have to scheme something. Okay. That get, get the ball out of his hands quick. Chip some. You have to do I'm something. With you. you cannot subject him to that. I'm with you. But I think it's just going to be a wait and see because, to be fair, they did go up against two of the best defensive lines in, in, in the league. I, obviously, I know TJ Watt now, but Cam Hayward is, yes, is still good. So that's what I'm saying. I think it's just a wait and see. And they have to do a report on, the, on that offensive line. I'm going to move on after I say Here's the thing about, you know, people want to always call this one. And Aaron Donald's great. People always want to call Aaron Donald, the, like, you know, he's, about, he's, he's the best player in the game at his position. I guarantee you that. But you can easily neutralize a pass rusher's impact on the game, you know, way more than you can, say, a star quarterback or a star receiver. Yeah. Because all you have to do, you can chip, you can get the ball in his hands. You can you you can minimize the impact that a, a pass rush will have on your quarterback, yeah, by scheming. And I, I just, it, it's just mind boggling me that, 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 that they just continue to see him get you know get beat up and you know nothing has changed about it. But yeah, I got Baltimore. Um, and I hope and I, God forbid if they don't if they don't protect him, it's going to turn out like Andrew Luck. He's going to end up like Andrew yeah, Luck, unfortunately. Because you, you, you will break someone's will at a certain point. Yeah, in time. man, they got to protect him. But and yeah, AFC so, South. That's 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 that. So I got yeah, I got the Ravens in the AFC North, AFC South. Here I go. That's a bad division. That's a terrible division. And people talk about the NFC East, but the AFC South is just bad. That's a terrible division. And I'm right Some, now. I'm but somebody's got to win. I'm go with the team that's leading. I'm gonna go with Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Okay, who you got? AFC West. And I'm explaining to you why. The Jackson because because we just got off this. The Jacksonville Jaguars remind me a lot of the Bengals last year. You know they got the young upcoming quarterback. They got a young team, and that division is horrible. Super Bowl winning coach Doug Super Peterson. Super Bowl winning coach Doug Peterson, and it just looks different in Jacksonville. And Matt Ryan is Matt, Matt Ryan has been cooked for the last three years. I, I don't know why. I, I never understood why. You know, the people, when they moved off of Carson Wentz, they thought that by getting McQuarrie and bringing Matt Ryan in, that life was going to change. Honestly, I, I the, Col- the Colts have had had four, I believe, four different quarterbacks the past four years. Yes. So ever I mean, since, and Andrew, yeah, ever since Andrew, Andrew Luck left, yeah, really, you know, killed that. I mean, the, their their chances of ever being a serious contender for the next couple of years. So yeah, but yeah, I got bad division. That, that's, I got the Jacksonville Jaguars in that division. Not confident at all, but that's on going with the point. Beginning of the year, I picked the, the Chargers to win the division. Toughest and division in football toughest, here. By far the toughest division in football. I got I picked the Chargers at the beginning because I think their roster, they got the best roster in the division. I do believe the Justin Herbert train, opposed to a lot of I other don't. people. I don't. I do believe this. Not that he's not good, but can he win a playoff game? Can he get to I the mean, playoffs first? Only, is, I know this is only his third on. year, but I'm just saying, can, let's just calm down a little bit on the hype on him. I believe he's an elite quarterback. But uh, we just got. I just got to. I got to see more. I got to see him get it done in the playoffs. Well, I, you know, I, I picked them because I believe they got the best roster in that division. The, from top to bottom, their team, you know, is, is the most talented team in that division. Nothing. And you know, if you really watch that game Thursday night, the Chargers really controlled that game. You know, all the way through. It was that you know the, the pick six obviously broke their back. I mean, but. Jacksonville. I mean, I'm sorry, not Jacksonville. The Chargers moved up and down the field on them all night. They did. They 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 actually controlled the time position. I think it was, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was by some you know outrageous amount. 
And they I think it was by like 12. Absolutely no, they couldn't stop, you know, the charge. They actually no answer from Mike Williams. And this was without Keenan Allen, too. Without Keenan Allen. So, yeah, the charges look good, but I okay. So then, uh, made Shocky here. I'm gonna go to my AFC AFC wild cards. I don't have the charges of making the playoffs. What? I don't have the charges of making the playoffs. So wait, wait, so oh, so let me tell you. Let me tell yeah, you my okay. So my AFC wild cards. I got the Dolphins coming out of. I feel. I think they're. I think with the addition of Tyreek Hill and with Jalen Waddle, and then they just um. They also acquired a good left tackle in Toronto Homestead. Shout out to Ron Homestead. He's from the six one eight. Um I think the Dolphins are a good are a good football team. I j I I'm gonna go with them. And then I got the Bengals. I know they're 0 two, but I think they'll get it together. And then also coming out of the AFC West, not the Chargers. I got the Broncos. I know they've looked bad, and I know Russ has not looked good. People say let Russ cook. He looks like he's been cooking ramen noodles lately. <laughs> but I'm 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 in Russ in Russ I trust, man. In Russ I trust. I'm just gonna believe because he's an elite quarterback, and I and I think because we know Russ. May, maybe he's doing a reverse thing because we all know Russ. At the beginning of the year, he all, he's always in the MVP race mm-hmm. through the first eight weeks, and then somehow he just tails off. Maybe he's just doing it backwards this time. But I believe they'll get it together. And I believe they'll make the playoffs. So those are my a. That's my AFC. So who's your three wild card teams? Dolphins, Bengals, and Broncos. Dolphins, Bengals, and Broncos. Okay. So my first, obviously, uh, the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Obviously, because I, I think I think th- it's going to come down to like the last game between them. They, them, is, them and the Chargers. I think it's going to battle for that division all year. Mm-hmm. So I got the Chiefs obviously coming out. Uh, my first wild card. I'm going to go with the Bengals right now. Because I just believe in Joe Burrow so much. But yeah. again, I'm gonna piggyback it again. If they don't, if they, they don't, don't protect find, the guy, if yeah. they don't find a way to protect him, I mean, at some point, you know, like like you said, you, you, you break the guy's will at some point in time. He, he's as mentally tough as you know any young quarterback you'll see, but not when he's on the sideline, he ain't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they got to find a way to protect him. So yeah, I got the Bengals. That's my other wild card, and. I think I'm going to surprise you with this last one. Okay. I know that they're on to the Raiders. I got the Raiders, man. Yeah. I, I, I like. I, I've always liked Derek Carr. I, I, I felt that. I he, have two. He gets a. He, he's underrated. Yeah. yeah. I have two, but I don't know. I, I just I've always liked him, and you know him. Him and Devontae look like. They, they, I mean, but I he didn't look. They look he, like he Rodgers and Devontae out there. He didn't look good last week, though. They only got him two, two, two well, catches they, for twelve they'll, yards. They'll, they'll find a way. Yeah, they'll find a way. But and and, and I'm, the, but I mean, I'm not way, a big the way fan. that they lost that game on Sunday. That, yeah, that was that yeah. was a, that was a debacle. But, okay, yeah, they know, were in control yeah. of that game all the way up to like the if, five, if, five minutes. If Hunter Renfro could hold on to the ball, they'd be and one and one right they now. They easily could be two and. I mean, they're not, but they easily could be two and zero right now. But yeah, I I got them as my last wild card because I like. But my thing, I just honestly, I don't believe in Josh McDaniel. That's my thing. You know what I was. I think I think he's he's a better. In spite of Josh McDaniel, I think he's a better offensive coordinator than a head coach. That's just me. Clearly, but I don't know. Okay, so that's AFC. So we'll 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 transition to NFC. We'll start with the NFC East here. I got as much as I despise these guys being a Cowboys fan. I got the Eagles, man. 
Jalen Hurts, man. I am a believer, and I hate the Eagles. He look good so but far. But this guy, I root, I'm sorry. Uh, Cowboy Nation may disown me, but I root for Jalen Hurts because I like the guy, and I know a lot of people don't believe in him. He he may not be a good thrower of the football, but he he reminds me of another guy who I loved coming who who was in who was in the in football who had a terrific run. If you ask me, he reminds me of Tim Tebow, man. <laughs> I, I'm oh sorry, God. I love Tim oh, Tebow, man. man. You couldn't, you couldn't I love Tim Tebow. Devil, could you? I couldn't help it, man. I love Tim Tebow, and this guy just, he just he's a winner. Jalen, I don't know if you'll ever hear this, but I just want to apologize on behalf of my brother for even comparing. Comparing you, could even he you gets, in the same sense with no, Tim Tebow. No, he, I think he's better than Tim, Tim Tebow. But I'm saying there are some characteristics. He 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 just I'm wins. Sure we'll he 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 can he can use his legs. I believe he's a he's a good enough thrower of the football to win games. He's got AJ Brown. He's got Devontae Smith. They've got a good defense. Big play Slay is locking locking Justin Jefferson up and. Bro, they just they 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 got it, man. I'm sorry. And this division hasn't had a repeat repeat um winner since I believe 2004 and they won't have another one because I believe wholeheartedly. And see, this is me being an objective Cowboys fan cuz any other quote-unquote delusional Cowboys fan will have the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl, but I don't. And I'm going to go with the Eagles in the NFC East. Okay. NFC North. This may shock you. I got the Vikings. I got the Vikings. That doesn't shock me at all. I got the did, Vikings. Did you see them week one against the Packers? But did you they see them week? Them. But did you see them week two against the Eagles? Kenfo Kirk, he sucks on Monday night. Yeah, I don't. I, you know, what is it with him in Monday night? Why can't he play on Monday night? I just hope that they don't have a playoff game on Monday night because he gonna fold. But I got, I got the Vikings winning the division in the NFC North. They're, I think they're vastly improved. Jay Jettles is is one of the best receivers in the league. Um, and you got a second guy in Adam Thielen with him, and you got a elite running back, I believe, in Dalvin Cook. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go with the Vikings in the NFC NFC North, NFC South. I got the Bucks, obviously. Yeah. Uh, a lot going on there right now, but I think you know, I think Tom Brady, he's he's a professional. He uh, he's he's gonna he's got some issues. He's got some issues going on right now. What does he? But um, I think he I think he'll be professional. Obviously, I think he's the goat. But so I got the Bucks winning that division, and the NFC West. I'm gonna go with the Rams. Um, I know that they didn't look quite too quite. They look like they didn't even deserve to be on the same field with the Bills. But I mean, then again, who does this year? And then that's and then last week they. Almost will lead to the Atlanta Falcons, but I'm I'm gonna um, stick with the Rams to repeat um, in the NFC West. Your wild cards? You go ahead and do your do your division. We'll do do divisions first, then we'll go wild cards. All right. So NFC East, I'm gonna go with the Eagles by default right now. Because default, they're good. I mean, because yeah, because no, I, I had the Cowboys okay. initially, yeah. but obviously the injury to Dak. I, I don't believe that Cooper Rush can. I don't believe that Cooper Rush gives this team a better chance to go out there and compete. Over I don't there. think he gives them a better chance, you but I, he he gives them some some slight of a chance. I mean, it, he's not Ben DiNucci and he's not Garrett Gilbert. So, but but he's a backup, just like. But those. okay, I understand. But I think he's good enough to to to. I think I I don't have the, their schedule in front of me, but I think he's depending on when Dak is back. I think he okay, he, he can go five hundred for everybody that you know want to. 
the two the two starts that he made against the Vikings and against the Bengals the other night. Do you think that uh, that Dak that, that the outcome of those games would have changed any if Dak was out there at quarterback? I don't. I think the Cowboys would have won that game Sunday with Dak. I mean, the way that Michael Parsons was looking and as bad as that offensive line was, I think the Cowboys would have won that game easily. You may be right, but still, man. Like, so this whole—that's the know, thing with Dak. I don't know. I don't know. There are a lot of games that I thought that the Cowboys should win easily, but Dak came out there and laid eggs. Yeah, I mean. But anywho, come on. But yeah, I, I have I have the Eagles win that division. Jalen Hurts has looked great these first two games. Look great, man. He's you good. Know, but I'm at a wait and see approach with him. This team is talented now. It's a t- very talented you know, team. I mean, what Darius Slate did to Justin Jefferson. I they did. Know. They did their, the front office did their job this yeah. this offseason. I sure. mean, and they went out and got safety help with yeah, CJ. This CJ is a pretty Johnson. good football team. I think they are definitely a con, a, a, a contender. They're certainly a contender. It's going to come down to James, but it's just going to come down to can Jalen Hurts sustain what he's been doing? And I we're on the wait and see approach with that. NFC North. Mm-hmm. I still gotta go with Green Bay. I, 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 okay. I, I'm, a, I'm not I, mad at that. I can't. I can't believe it. I mean, they they won this division. What, what has it been? How many years straight? I don't know. A lot of years yeah. straight. I mean, I don't think they've ever lost that one game. year that they. I think they lost the division, but Aaron Rodgers was hurt because I think he like had a yeah. collarbone injury. But and other than that, I think he's won it. And I, I don't believe in third Kirk cousin. I mean, uh, third Kirk, <laughs> Kirk third, third cousin. Right. Yeah. You know. But the thing game. is, people sleep on Kirk Cousins, bro. He, I think he was like thirty-three to seven touchdown interception last year, man. He 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 can make the throws. He can play. It's just I don't. When it comes to prime time, I just yeah, I, I, I just don't know. About I think we pretty much know yeah. what to expect from Kirk Cousins. So, and Aaron Rodgers, as long as in in the regular season, not the playoffs, yeah. but in the regular season, boy, he, I can't he, wait to get he, that take. He he, get, he gets the job done. So, uh, I'm going with the Packers in the NFC North. NFC South, obviously I got Tampa Bay, but boy, this team is not as this is not as talented team as they had the past couple of yeah, years. Yeah, it's, it's not. But that their, their defense, issues. their defense looks their good defense for sure. Their defense is really good, and that, um, the offense is just depleted right depleted. now. Yeah. The offensive line is absolutely in shambles. Yeah, uh, the receiving core is you know obviously you know de- uh, devastated injury. I mean, Tom Brady's there's no one option right now. Scotty Miller. Yeah. And, well, they just signed Cole Beasley. I don't, I, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're going to get Godwin back at some point. Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, they kind of rushed him back you know, too. Julio, I. I yeah, you just don't know. He looked good that first game, yeah, but you but just never just, know. I like, just can't stay healthy. Yeah, they de- mean, they definitely got their work cut off for him yeah, this year. So. So. Yeah, I believe I believe that the uh, Tampa Bay is going to win. So there's my NFC uh, NFC one is there. You got it. You didn't do West NFC West. Oh yeah, they do NFC West. Uh, I'm surprised you here. I got the 49ers coming out of that division. Oh, man, I feel so bad for Trey Lance. I man. do, man. I feel so horrible. I feel so horrible, man. I mean, that, I that, really, that, that, I believed in Trey Lance. That man. was so. That, that was so. And you know, I never bought into the whole nostalgia of wanting to move off Jimmy Garoppolo in the first place. I but, did. I mean, I didn't. I mean, because first of all, you, you, I just think if you're gonna throw your all your chips in with this guy, throw them all in. Just, just like, and I, and and I, and I get it. I didn't really agree with. What they did with Mac Jones, but I understood it when they cut Cam because it well, was yeah. just. But I mean, you, if you're gonna draft this guy and what they gave up for him, I think you gotta throw him in the fire. As as a young quarterback, I mean, that that's a completely disservice that you do when you like when you, I mean you have to be all in with him if you're gonna be all in. Him. Exactly. When you go in and you give up the, I mean, you move you know heaven and earth to to acquire the guy. 
and you trade up to get him, and then you you know you got the guy that that you that he's supposed to be replacing right behind his shoulder. Exactly, I mean, and he's know. looking over his shoulder. Yeah, but, but and then I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Jimmy Garoppolo. Honestly, I, 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 you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, he wins. He yeah. wins. Yeah, he wins. I mean, what, I'll what, give it to what, you. I mean, what do we want? I give it to you. He wins. He, he was a throw or two away from winning the Super Bowl. He he took him. He, he led him to the NFC Championship. But he last year. he botched those throws. I mean, we can't say that they lost it because of Jimmy Garoppolo. I can. How? He, in the, what in the Super Bowl? He threw, <laughs> threw the Super Bowl. He threw two interceptions. He overthrew Emmanuel Sanders. So, okay. That could have been a touchdown. Patrick Mahomes basically gave him the game. So, Jimmy oh, Garoppolo oh, oh, gave oh, it back. Are we saying that those outcomes would have been any differently if it, if it was Trey Lance out there opposed to Jimmy Garoppolo? Well, I can't say that. It's not like they went out there and acquired Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson to replace Jimmy Garoppolo. I understand. You go out there and get a, 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 a kid who played 12 starts in college. and his last senior season, he sat out because of COVID. And the last two starts I've seen from him last year wasn't great. So I, I never But I just think with Kyle Shanahan and that offense, he didn't even have Kittle yet. Kittle wasn't hasn't been healthy. Debo I just think with that offense, Kyle Shanahan could have could have figured it out and put the guy in position to to, to succeed. So and I and, and I don't I don't know what the future holds for him. Will like will they go forward with Jimmy Garoppolo if Jimmy Garoppolo has a good run this year, and they get to the playoffs. Well, and if they win, what, here, here, what will they do? I don't. I don't. Here, here's I, the question. So if you if if you take off with Jimmy Garoppolo now, now, and he ends up taking you, maybe you don't win the Super Bowl. Maybe he he he, he leads you on another deep playoff run like you did last year. Then then what the heck you do with Trey Lance? Then that's you what, can't that's transition my point. back to him. That's right? My point. Yeah, that's my point. That's what I'm saying. I don't know what the future holds for the guy. So yeah, I, but I, I just I, I thought you know I, I thought Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. I thought I think they just completely mishandled. But I don't think anybody wanted Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think he was even valuable to to be traded because I, I think he and he was obviously nursing an injury. He had surgery, but I don't I don't even know if, if the 49ers. I mean, you, would you just cut him? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I think, think they had. Should, I don't think they had any I, offers. If for him. this was the approach that they were going to take, I think they should have, you know, rid rid themselves of Jimmy Garoppolo prior to making any move for Trey Lance or whoever, whatever quarterback they decide to go after. Because yeah. I mean, and like I said, I never did. I don't understand the the fixation of even moving on with Jimmy Garoppolo. I listen, Jimmy Garoppolo, despite what you may believe about him, he's beat Aaron Rodgers in, in two playoff games. He's beat Dak head to head in the playoff game. I know that's not maybe well. Not he, well, to, you. to be fair, he threw eight passes in that conference championship game. He, he got it her. done. He won. He won, but he threw eight passes. You you you're killing Dak because he doesn't play well in big games and get, and, and they, Jimmy Garoppolo he does. does. I can't he say I can't say he plays well. We just said pay Lamar because and Lamar and, and Jimmy Garoppolo are not even on the same. I can't say he plays well because he there there has been some some playoffs games that he that he's that he has not played well and he lost. And and they okay again like I said with Dak I don't think he's the guy everything has to go right for Jimmy Garoppolo and there are well, yeah, there, there were some okay but look though okay but look league. though and there were some games that the 49ers were in where they can't where it came down to a throw or two and Jimmy could not make those throws so that's all I mean that's I mean I don't know I get that I don't know I, but I, guess, I, I don't know I guess I don't I, I'm looking at it from like a complete you know a totality yeah. landscape of what that does for the team. Yeah, because, looking at the bigger picture. Yeah, I because you're bringing in a, a you know a young quarterback while 
trying to make a you know trying to compete for championships, and I don't think you can do those two things. I don't think you can develop a young quarterback while trying to compete for a Super Bowl. But yeah, anyway, but yeah. But I I do believe now because I don't like what I've seen from the Rams these first two weeks. Yeah, I, yeah, master effort. Master I don't, effort I don't know if his elbow, good. if his elbow is. I, I don't know if his health. Yeah, and you know they're not protecting him. That defense doesn't look. And let me just say this quick, quickly, and I'm not gonna spend much time on this. If I heard one more person say that Jalen Ramsey is one of the most, is one of the elite corners in, uh, of, that we've seen, and try and put him in this class, so you know Darrell Revis and, and Richard Sherman and you know, uh, you know Deion Sanders, he's not that. He's Go look that. at some of the numbers when he goes up against the best receivers in the league, and you tell me what you see. And what yeah. Stephon Dix did to him last week, I mean, he he might he, he couldn't he couldn't guard him in a phone booth. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I, I just, I, I just think that you know, I just think that the Fort Niners are the better team. A lot, I think a lot of that stuff is is reputation, like like reputation based. If you have like a good year or a good two years, and I think it's just reputation based because there was one year he made All Pro. Um, I believe it was twenty twenty. He made All Pro. He had one interception. It was him and Xavier Howard that made that made All Pro. And I know he had he he had a um he gave he gave up uh less yards than than the guy I'm gonna mention here. But he had one interception. But JC Jackson had eight interceptions that year. Oh, and I think, I think the best cornerback in the league right now. I don't think you can And he JC Jackson had eight interceptions and he didn't even make the Pro Bowl. So that's why I think it's just kind of a reputation thing with that with some of that stuff. But yeah, Jalen Ramsey, uh, he's good. He's just a little bit overhyped I, to me. You know, I, I think, you know, it, it's like, I, I've, you know, the game today has changed so much in terms of, you know, because it was, it was, it was back then, you know, when you were, when you were a great corner, when you, when you were. Oh, they didn't, they didn't throw you away. Yeah. They didn't throw you I away. I mean, people like to say, oh man, like last year, people was trying to tell me that Trevon Diggs was in the league corner. I was like, oh yeah, he's getting all these picks, but he gets targeted more than any quarter in the game. They didn't try mm, Dion. They didn't try Darrell Revis. They didn't try Champ Bailey. They did. So yeah, I I just think that that's kind of a we kind of started tradition like transition out of that you know shutdown corner you know right label in the NFL because that's they, why Revis Revis didn't have a lot of interceptions because they because they, they just, didn't throw to him. They just didn't throw his way. The great, Revis the Islands didn't get thrown to yeah because they knew if you throw to him it was gonna be a house call another end. Yeah. So yeah, I think we kind of started right. tradition out of yeah. That. So we'll do wild cards real quick, and then we'll wrap it up. Right. So my NFC wild cards, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the Cowboys. I'm gonna I think they'll make the playoffs. I think Cooper Rush can hold up until Dak gets back, and I think because I think they they have a fairly easy um, schedule down the stretch. Dak should be able to win those games, and then I got I, I still I'm still gonna go with the Packers. Um, I believe I know Aaron Rodgers is working with some new receivers, but I mean I think they'll get it together. And then I got the 49ers. I think Jimmy G is, like I said, I, he's serviceable. He's good. He wins. So I think they, they'll make the playoffs. They have a good enough roster. So um, I got, in my NFC wild cards, I got Cowboys, Packers, and 49ers. Cowboys, Packers, 49ers. Uh, I think, let's see. Yeah, I still I still think the Cowboys, uh, I still think the Cowboys, because the, this is not really a stat conference, to be to be honest with you, when I look at it now. I still think the Cowboys. But we do got to mention the New York Football Giants are 2-0. Oh. <laughs> Please. 
<laughs> we got to mention that. We can't. Hey, shout out to Dory Jackson, by the way. 618 NFL um, cornerback plays for the New York Giants. Shout out. Hope to get you on the show one day. Yeah, bro. Shout out. Gotta but, I mean, we got to shout out the Giants there. But, I mean, like Daniel Jones, is is he, he's going to be Daniel Jones. So, we'll, we'll see. Okay, I'm not a believer. But, yeah, I still think the Cowboys are a playoff team. Regardless of, I, I think if, if they don't win division, they, they're going to be a wild card, obviously. The Rams... My number two got them making the playoffs. So, Cowboys and Rams. And my last wild card, I'm gonna go with the New Orleans Saints. Wow. Yeah. No Vikings in there. No that, Vikings. That's crazy. No Vikings. I'm not a Kirk Cousins believer, man. I'm okay. sorry. I'm but sick. you're a Jameis believer, all right? No, I just think that that team is 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 more suited for it for for success than I don't think that. I, yeah, I, I I think that the Saints are much better are a better team than Minnesota okay. Vikings. I don't know if they're a better team, but I can see I can see I can I can see them making a wild card. Now, I, 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 I I got a, I got the opportunity to change my pick later on. Yeah, five. yeah, we know, yeah. Because if, J, if we get to week five and James yeah. got like twenty five picks, then, you know, I'm out <laughs> so but but the thing, that, see, you know, and Jameis last year before he like went down with his ACL, he was balling. He though. was he looked good. He was balling, and, and he's played pretty. Uh, he but then you got, week. but then you got performances like last Sunday against the Buccaneers, and then you say Jameis, what the heck? Like, but here's the thing about Jameis, you know he, you know he's gonna, he's he he gonna he gonna toss that thing around the yard. You know he gonna throw, you know he gonna throw that thing around the yard. So you got Michael Thomas coming back. You got Chris Olave. They got Jarvis Landry, so 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 they got they got a deep, a good receiving they, core. It, they got the adequate pieces around them to, to make to get it done. To get it done, so I I can see them sneaking into the wild card, but um yeah I don't know and, uh, I just I don't know if I can trust Jameis in can, big can situations. I, just, I, I don't I'm not picking this team as a playoff team, but can can I just get some like you know the Lions the Lions yeah man and, and maybe it's hard yeah man. Not. Maybe I'm geeked up on hard knocks or whatever. Right, yeah, Jamal yeah. Jamal Williams, I love man, that Man, I like man. that guy. That Isn't guy, he a likable guy? Man, that guy's just, He's I a likable guy. Jamal Williams, man. I like him. And Amara St. Brown. Man, he looks like an elite receiver, he, bro. You know, Should have took him on my fantasy team. And this just goes to show you, and not to say why you should, why, why, why everybody, where you, before you cast an assumption on what somebody really is, you have to see them in a different situation. Yeah. Because th- th- this is two guys, Jerry Goff and head coach Dan Campbell, who, you know, Dan Campbell last experience as a head coach wasn't great. And Jerry Goff, we all know how that ended uh, with the Rams. Right. But the thing, I think but, Jerry Goff gets a lot of hate. But, I mean, he, he went to a Super he Bowl. He went to a Super Bowl. I mean, you got I got to give him credit for that. I, I got to get him credit for that. He's not a scrub. He's not a scrub at all. He's a good. I think he's a good quarterback. Was he first? Was he first? Did he go first or second? He went number Carson one in that draft. Yeah, he went number Carson one. Wentz, I believe, went number two. But yeah, that that's a fun football. Yeah, game. I'll, I'll give them like a dark horse. I like get a dark you know, horse. Yeah, I'm just yeah. gonna get him out of Mitchell right now, but yeah. it could change. Yeah, I you like know? him. And DeAndre Swift and then, is like, a, is a good running you know, back. 
I, I, I picked the Packers. When you talk about the Vikings, the Lions really could right. be the challenges to the Packers yep. in that division. Yep. I'm just going to put that out. They got Aiden Hutchinson. They He's kinda, a good rookie. They do kind of kind of clean up the defense right now. They they go with some big plays here and there, but but yeah, man, the, the Lions. Yeah, I think the Lions can can I mean, can shock that, some people. That was by far the best hard knocks I think I've watched. I yeah, it was a, it was really a good one. Uh, yeah, man, I like Dan Campbell. I think he's he's he, see Dan Campbell strikes me as a guy. He, uh, he's a rallier of the troops. Shout out Jameson Williams from St. Louis. Yeah, we'll shout out you on the show one day too, bro. Hopefully, Jameson Williams. State Buckeye. Yeah, uh, went to transfer to Alabama, but no, that's for why sure. we still love you, bro. But yeah, sure. hope to get you on. Shout out get, when, when they get him back. Yeah, yeah, for that's, sure. You know, but yeah, Dan Campbell strikes me as a guy who can rally the troops. And, yeah, and, and, I mean, and, and he's he's and a he's a leader of the coach. That's, that, that, Dan Campbell to me satisfies what you would want to be in a head coach. Something Mike McCarthy a guy is not that men would want to follow. Exactly. It's not about. I mean, your, your job as a head coach isn't isn't to have the best you know system or the best scheme. Exactly. You gotta. You gotta, you gotta have players that want to play for you. You gotta be able to have players that want to follow you. Want to play that for you, man. In you. That's what signifies a head coach. And to me, Dan Campbell looks like a head coach to me. Yeah, the complete opposite of Mike McCarthy. But <laughs> anyway, okay. all right, that wraps up our NFL segment. So we're gonna transition uh, to. Here we go. We're gonna transition to a little NBA, and then we're gonna wrap it up, and then we're gonna get out of here. I don't know if you call. It. No, no, but yeah, we're gonna so, to the NBA. Um, obviously. We got a we got a huge LeBron fan here. Been following LeBron since <laughs> since day one. Got the posters, got jerseys, everything. Hey man. So, um, the Lakers the Lakers man right now. I, I I don't even know what to say about them. Like they're just it's it's a lot going on right now. Um, but the huge the huge question is, what what do you what do you do with Russ? Do you trade him? Do you send him home? Do you bench him? I'm just I'm just gonna let you take it away on this one because I'm just I'm just in a win on this okay. one. If you asking the question is what should be done with Russ, I think we all know what should be done with Russ. If Russ could be traded right now, I believe he would wholeheartedly be traded. And I can't, you know, you know, when 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 the Lakers going dating back to when the Lakers acquired Russ, I I don't think. I didn't give you know any, any chance of really working. I mean, I said if anybody could do it, LeBron could do it. But I didn't. I didn't believe that you know that they had any chance of making that work over there. And here's the thing. You know, we got all these people out here right now who are trying to kill Russ, who are trying to trash Russ, and saying that Russ had a down year and he got exposed. I'm gonna just tell you this right now. Anybody that's followed Russ throughout his career, this is who he's. Is. This is who he's been. Last year shouldn't have changed your perception of Russ at all because I got so I got something not not to cut you off but I'm gonna let you keep going but and I just want to uh, preface this that I'm a Carmelo Anthony fan so wherever Melo yeah. goes I go and I and I just want to say I witnessed Russell Westbrook firsthand when he when Melo went to OKC so I I knew what the Lakers were getting was getting themselves into and people say like he was saying people starting to say Russ is at, is having a down year. This is who Russell Russell Westbrook has been. He's been a reckless basketball player, a high turnover guy, inefficient guy, but he gets triple doubles and it looks pretty to everybody. This is who he's always been. It's just never been on 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 spotlight with the Lakers. So he's been this in in Houston, in Washington, in OKC, wherever he's been. This is who Russell Westbrook in. It, it just has been brought to the spotlight now. So y'all, let's let you go ahead. And you know, I, I I've always said this, but listen. 
the motor that this guy played with, we've never. I mean, it, it's incredible. Uh, he's going to give you 110 percent every gonna, game. He's going to go out there and he show, and he, he shows up every night. He's a durable player. He doesn't get injured. He played every game last year. I said, I think for the, like the last couple ones or whatever. Played pretty much every game last year and played hard. He's going to play hard every game he goes out there. But I've said this, and you know, I've I've been on the record from this from jump. He's not a winning player. Yeah, you have been on that record. And I think I tried. I was even trying to tell you this, and you were. I think you. At, at, at some point, I believe you were. You were. You know. I like Westbrook I, I, though. I, I've always been I mean, a fan of Westbrook. I like Westbrook. I, I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm, I don't. I don't dislike Russ. I don't hate Russ. That's not mean what this is. I just call it like I said. And I've always said he's not a winning basketball player. And anything, you said you said that his style of play does not translate does not to winning. Translate that, to yeah, winning. to to, prefer, to preference what what he's getting at. And that's why if anybody like I have all these years, anybody that's followed Russ and really watched Russ, what transpired last year should not change your opinion on Russ as a basketball player whatsoever. It shouldn't have caught you by surprise. Yes. It shouldn't have caught you by surprise because, this, like I said, this has always been who and, Russ is. It. Russ is. back on what I'm saying, listen. Everybody that was out there uh, out there saying Russ had a down year, Russ got exposed last year. Let me just—I I got some numbers here for you that I want to share with you. KD left the uh, KD left uh, OKC after the 2015-2016 season, I believe. Is that true? I yes, believe, 20, yeah. 20, okay. 2015, I believe. Russell yeah. Westbrook that next year averaged a triple double and won the MVP. Last year. The year that Ru- the year that has everybody up in arms, Russell. He had a down year. He was terrible last year. Russell Westbrook shot forty four percent from the field. You know what he shot his MVP season? Forty two. Forty two percent. Let that sink in. So he was better shooting the ball last season than he was in his MVP season, which everybody crowned him, which everybody was so enamored with Russ. People fell in love with the triple double, man. That's just what it was. That's just what it came down to. They just fell in love with the triple double. Let's just be honest. So I don't get what what I mean. What the, this narrative is that, that all of a sudden, I mean, and people say, "Oh no, well it wasn't just the shooting percentage; it was the turnovers too." You saw he was turning the ball over. Last year he averaged three point eight turnovers per game, which was secondly, I think Trey Young may have beat him by a couple of decimal points. That's because he didn't play the last. That's few because games, he didn't but... play the last two games. He averaged three point eight. His MVP season, he averaged five point eight turnovers per game. <laughs> wow. nearly, nearly, so nearly two wow. more turnovers per game prior to last year. And you know what's crazy? And and I think we got to stop this. He won the MVP, and they were the sixth seed the in sixth the West. Seed. Exactly. We got to stop that. That's what that's what set up and this that, stuff. Now that's what leads me to this next Jok- point. Jokic winning the MVP, being a sixth seed. But go ahead. Russ is who he is. He is who he's been prior to last year. Prior to this season, Russ is what he is. He is what he's been. The only thing that's changed was the expectations of winning, which has been something that Russ has never been linked to. Now they had expectations in OKC, but he was he wasn't not after Kevin Durant. Le- yeah, yeah, okay. I, honestly, okay. Okay. did anybody ever really expect any of those OKC teams? Did anybody ever expect them to be to compete for a championship or, ex- be, or be or be or win? I did even, when, when they mean, had to the, Melo and Paul George. George yeah. yeah, I thought they but, could do something. I Listen, thought they could make. I thought they could make at least a Western Conference Finals run. But then you start seeing what you're seeing. You was like, mm-hmm. no way, and, and you know. But yeah, come on, guys, wake up. He is who he is at this point. I'm not surprised about nothing that took place last year with Russ. I wasn't surprised at all. 
He is who he is. This is gonna, this is who he's gonna remain. And I don't. I mean, and Daryl Ham is out here. Every time you look up, he's oh, we gonna do this with Russ. We gonna do that with Russ. I think that's just talk. I think. Yeah, I think. I, the, I don't they, know. Listen, don't let none of that fool you. Darvin Ham strikes me they're, as his they're, own they're man. They're trying to move Russ. They have zero takers right now. I yeah, mean, the, the, the Indiana trade really looks yeah. appealing. Oh no! I, well, that that was just reported that they talked and they yeah, that they, 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 they that they gained and, no and traction. They, they didn't want to give up the, the, the two unprotected picks, which which I don't understand that at all either. I mean, you you talking about something that's a, 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 a twenty twenty nine? That's yeah. a fourth grader right now. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding? Come on now. But okay, so here's the thing, though. Who, who I just nobody. I don't think anyone. I'm gonna let you give your take on Russ, and then I'm gonna get to the real, you know, crooks of the Lakers. Yeah, go ahead. Well, Russ. I mean, to be fair, I this is what I can say. To be fair, I mean, I kind of feel sorry for him, man, because no, I don't. I don't feel sorry for him. No, I'm saying like the the, the amount, like the 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 lip, because he's doing. He did nothing last year but, be, but play the same game that he's played his whole career, and people praised and loved him for it. But now he goes out here with these expectations of people, uh, no false expectations, I should say. And now people, they did a ranking earlier today. Russ was ranked the 98th best player in the that league. That is crazy. I think that's a little far-fetched. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that's ridiculous. I think that's I, a little far-fetched. Far. But I'm saying. You know who they had him in front of? Grant Williams. So you tell and, and me. And Christian Wood. And Chris, uh, come on. Like, come on, man. That's a little far-fetched, guys. Like, I know, I know, I mean, come on, man. That's a little far-fetched. But, okay, to the Lakers' credit, I will give him this. This is what I say. When Russ first got traded there, I, like, like you, I thought, I thought if anybody could make it work, LeBron could. But to be fair, the Lakers' big three, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and Russell Westbrook, did not play a lot of games. I believe they only played 19 games together. That's true. So we did not get to see a lot of them. They, didn't, they did not get to jail. Um, any chemistry or anything. So to be fair, I'll, I'll give them that. But with that being said, after what Russ put on tape last last year, I just don't think that there's unless he he agrees to take a some type of lesser role and let LeBron Russell be Westbrook let LeBron. Role. I mean that that's my point. Okay, then if he's not gonna do that. Then you got you got to get them out of here, or just send them home. I know it's forty seven million. Just do what the Rockets did with John Wall. Well, I mean, well, send well, them here's home. Here's the man. thing: if you if you if you trying to uh, if you if you're gonna have Russell Westbrook, if you're gonna go in the next season with Russell Westbrook on your roster, if you're not letting him be Russ, then he's no use to you. Is 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 I agree? As inefficient as it is, as ugly as it may look, what, what are you gonna do? Put him in the corner? I agree. But like, come yeah. on. And then, obviously, you can tell the Lakers want want Russ gone because they're just doing stuff to tick him off. Acqu- yeah, acquiring Patrick Beverly. Dennis, I mean, yeah. Listen, they're, they're, try, they're they, trying. They just acquired like four guards. They're trying to move off of him. Don't let yeah. all, all this all, this all smoke screen. Darvin Ham said we're gonna do this and that. If if if, if they if, if they could have traded Russ, Russ would be gone right now. If they if, if somebody called the phone and wanted to acquire Russ right now, he'd be gone. Okay, but here's the thing: the Lakers simply come down to one player. That is Anthony Davis. Absolutely. And LeBron, and I know that Rankin had LeBron number seven, and I I don't know if I'm okay with that. I think he, I think he's closer to top five still, even at this old, even at his old age. But I, the player who has to be be the most dominant player on the floor is Anthony Davis. Yeah, absolutely, man. And if he and if he's not gonna be that, when Anthony Davis got here, he he was playing like he has something to prove. 
now it seems like he got his championship and he's good. He's just yeah. living LA life. But Anthony Davis has to be the best player on the floor consistently, night in and night out. He has to be. LeBron is at an age where he he's he's developing more nagging injuries. We like LeBron has for the most part I've seen for the most part of his career he's always been healthy. He's been Iron Man. He's never had any type of injuries like this. Knock on wood, but. He's getting to the point of his career where he he's not gonna he there's no shot of him playing 82 games. He may give you 60 65. He's at that point of his career. So Anthony Davis is gonna have to carry the load offensively and defensively because there were there were games that I was seeing Anthony Davis and he looked like he did not belong on the floor. He is a undoubtedly a top five talent in the league, and there was games where he didn't he he played he didn't look like a top. 150 player in the league if i can be honest so it starts with anthony davis it ends with anthony davis anthony davis has to be the guy he has to be the guy you got to run the offense through him he has to be that anchor on defense i know he doesn't like playing the five but sometimes you're going to have to play the five you're going to have to get down on a bang and the vet the best ability is availability he has to stay healthy that's just what it comes down to that's that's the bulk of the Lakers' problems. Anthony Davis has to stay healthy, and he has to play like a top five player consistently, night in and night out. That's it. That's all, man. I used to tell you all the time, you know. And I love Anthony Davis. He's a Kentucky guy. I'm a Kentucky I, basketball I fan. I used to say to you all the time. I love him. That. I used to call Anthony Davis the second best player in the league. I used to say he, uh, the most after LeBron, he's the most talented player in the league. And I don't know if you agree with me at that time, but Anthony Davis is if you were if you if you was if you was playing two K and you had unlimited points or whatever to create a player, it would be Anthony Davis. At his apex, there was nothing that he couldn't he can't do. I he mean, can defend, you, 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 he can you, score, you, you he can't can shoot. Find a more gifted, talent, talented player in this league in this league today, with his ability and his size, what he's able to do on both ends of the floor, offensively and defensively. Anthony Davis is as talented as a player you'll find. That's not what we question here whatsoever. I mean, but then again, you have a guy who would drop forty-one and twelve on Joel Embiid, and then go out there and get nine points and six rebounds against Kevon Looney. I mean. The inconsistency of Anthony Davis is just mind-boggling to me. I I, I don't I, I've I've given up on ways trying to figure out. I mean, you know, obviously the health is you know a major part of it. But even when the guy's out there, he like he doesn't even belong. Like he's not like he's disinterested, disengaged. And it and, and, and it and it's and it's time and time again we see it. And it's like I mean, what he did in the bubble that year. I mean, if they, if, man, you know, and it's like you say, it's like after that, he just, you know, but you know, and I, and, and I'm not like everybody that discounts the bubble championship because everybody was under the same circumstances. So I don't discount the bubble championship. No, so that, it's that, a championship. That's, that's ridiculous. So, I mean, but yeah. the thing is, in the reality of it is this was, that was AD's only season where he was healthy and he had five months off. True. So. That's my thing. He's just got to stay healthy. 
And you know, and, and he he's got to be on and, the floor. And, I mean, I, I don't know if it's very you know you know fair and realistic for us to even understand. I mean, to you know wish that because he's never I, I don't ever recall him being healthy for an entire season. Yeah, he's but, always he's always had nagging injuries. We can't we can you know uh, we can you know question when he's out there what Anthony Davis we get. Yeah. I just, you know, you gotta hold him accountable. Absolutely, man. And you know, LeBron, you know, at this stage in his career, he 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 he's kind of operating differently than he done because LeBron in his prime was was a guy a lot like Giannis today. He could go out there and he could physically dominate every game that he stepped on the floor. He can no longer do that. Yeah, he can't do that. Not night in and night out. Not, not in he's he's going to have some games where he'll, he'll give gonna, you 40. He's have, his numbers are going to look, you know, look, look going to look LeBron esque. You know, he's going to have you know twenty six, you know eight and eight, twenty seven, nine and ten, whatever. But you know, but averaging thirty. Here's the thing: LeBron can do it, but averaging thirty eight and six on a nightly basis. Is not what LeBron is supposed to be doing at this no, juncture. That's supposed not. to be Anthony if, Davis if, numbers. If LeBron is averaging thirty for this team, then that means that this team is not is not a championship team. It's not it's not living up to its potential. Not saying that he can't do it because I believe he can, but but if he's he doing shouldn't that, be, that, he means shouldn't, that, yeah. that means that something is wrong. Yeah, he shouldn't have to be doing that. He shouldn't be no no. He shouldn't have to do that. So transitioning from that. Who were some of yeah, your... Yeah, Russ is who he is. Yeah, Stop, Russ is who he is. Get out of this false reality of thinking that something's going to change because it's not. Anyway, go ahead. So, early favorites for NBA. Honestly, I got to go... So, are we doing... Wait, are we doing conference? At each conference first? Are we just picking one? What are we doing? Um, Let's just, just pick them. Let's just pick them. Just we're pick not, the winners? Yeah, yeah we're just not going to... We're not going to do um, conferences. But just a few early favorites who you think has a, has a chance. Honestly... <sighs> The Warriors, I mean, I, I think I think they can repeat as much as it, it hurts me to say it because I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not I'm not a Warriors fan at all. But Steph Curry, man, I mean, he did, he was man, he was Steph Curry. So I believe that that's an early favorite. Um, obviously, the Bucks. Um, I think Giannis is undoubtedly, unquestionably, the best player in the league. Not even. I think that they they probably could have. I think they had a good chance to repeat had Middleton not not got got hurt um, in the first round last year. Um, and I'm just gonna give you four here. So I got the Warriors, the Bucks, and honestly, don't do it. I got the Nets, man. Oh, okay. Nah, I'm not saying the Lakers. Heck no. But I, I'm putting the Nets in there as an early favorite because well, yeah, how can you I not think, with that roster? Yes, I think if you can get Ben Simmons. Right. That's what it's going to come down to. If you can get Ben Simmons right, I think that they can they and if and if Kyrie can be on his P's and Q's, that's a lot of man. That's a lot of dissension in that organization. Yeah, that's man. the only goodness thing, man. gracious. I mean, you, you can't. I mean, you goodness. Can't, uh, you you look at that roster. There's no way you can say that. You know, I mean, you can't you you can't just completely shut down their chances of doing it. Yeah, you can't because you but, still got I mean, KD, yeah, who's I mean, who's a top five you know, player, top ten player. Durant, you know, one day he wants ice cream, next day he wants chitlins. I mean, yeah. we, we really don't know who yeah. with this guy and Kyrie, you know, spewing off at the mouth about craziness. Yeah, that that organization and Ben Simmons does he even want to play basketball? That's the, that's the question I have with Ben Simmons. Does he even want to? Hoop? But if you can get him right, and if you can get Kyrie, see it's a lot of see that's why I don't have him high. But there are a lot of ifs with this team. If because Kevin Durant, I believe Kevin Durant is a constant. I believe he he's going to be there, and he's going to give you twenty five to thirty a night. I believe that's a lock. But I got questions 
And also, I got questions about Steve Nash because I don't. I'm not a huge fan of Steve Nash as a coach. I think he just says Durant go one on one and do what you want to do. But like I said, if they can get Ben Simmons together, because because if you put him on, he can, he he's a defensive like guru, man. He can guard. He can guard bigger players. He can guard smaller players. I think he can guard the. I don't know if he can guard the one through five, but I give him he can guard the one through four. But then again, this is a position positionless league. Yeah, in, if today, they can get him right, but, if they can get him right, that tremendously enhances their chances against the Bucks. Yeah, for opposed sure. To not having him out there, yeah, because then you don't have to worry. I mean, you don't have to worry about you know. I mean, because I mean, KD probably right now is the only person that can even you know probably try and contend with Giannis. But right. I mean. Yeah. Well, I mean, speak, speaking you, of the East, what what do you think about the? Um, I don't know if you have too. If you give it too much, um, Merritt, what do you think about the Donovan Mitchell trade to the I Cavs? I like it. I love it. Now, I don't think that I don't think that we'll see the immediate, uh, right. uh, You know, um, you know, returns of that trade. I think they need I, one more player though to to get them. Because I like Darius well, Garland. You know, they're they're young and right, they don't really young. have the playoff experience. I I love Evan Mobley. I think Man, he, I he's think he, good. I think he had the chance to be a superstar, yeah. and I don't throw that out lightly. I think uh, he had the chance to be a superstar. Yeah, he's got talent. And, uh, you know, yeah, I, I liked it a lot. And uh, what I mainly took from it is that the Knicks are pathetic. <laughs> I mean, how do you not? I mean, the Knicks haven't been good, man, for I, for a while. You can't get how did how did they not get this deal done? Well, to be fair, man. I mean, Danny Ainge was asking for a lot, man. Bro, oh man, don't get me started on the Timberwolves. What were they doing? Yeah, Rudy Gobert. Yeah. What that, were they that, doing? That was, that was you, no, they no, gave up the ranch. No. The, the, here's the thing about it. This is this is this is what gets me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the Timberwolves are thinking. The Jazz Acquired more for trading Ruby Gobert than they did for Donovan Mitchell. That's oh my god, that's so crazy. Think bro. about that. That's so crazy. And you know, and 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 you know what that that trade kind of did? That kind of messed up because like that not, messed up the KD trade. Yeah, and that messed up because a lot that, of a I lot mean, of. You know what type of effect that had now? Like and I and I'm not getting into it, but that kind of had the Deshaun Watson effect with what the Browns did when they gave him that fully guaranteed contract. So when yeah, when when the Timberwolves right. gave up gave mm-hmm. up all that all them picks, now Danny Ainge yeah. he's wanting all these picks yeah, for now, Donovan now, Mitchell. Now, yeah. So that's what I think stopped yeah. the Knicks from from acquiring Donovan Mitchell. I'm not going to give you all this draft capital and all all of these players. Cause I think he wanted but a haul. I mean, but when you look what they got, okay, listen. Okay, but here's the thing though, and you and you know, he's a good player. Okay, but here's the thing, and you know I'm a mellow fan, but I think the Knicks didn't want to get in that same situation that they did with Melo when they trade when they traded all that for him, and Melo got over there. Where is everybody? You know what I'm saying? So you're getting so if you trade Donovan Mitchell, they want they wanted like five picks, I believe. R.J. Barrett and and some other some yeah, other things, but, it, it, but and then you get Donovan Mitchell. I mean, yeah, he he's good. He's a but I mean, it's an attraction to the Garden. It gets the button yeah, bar, Garden button, but you're not you're not in contention for anything. You so, haven't been in contention the past twenty years. But no, I'm not I'm not giving that up. I'm not giving that up. I'm sorry. I understand. I understand the Knicks need need something, need some attraction to the Garden. But no, I think that was a smart move not I mean, to give up what, all those. I mean, picks. okay, so let's look at what they really gave. I mean, they, they acquired Donovan Mitchell for Colin Sexton. Who was injured all last year? Who I mean, come on! I, I think at this point, you know. 
But but he's a, he's a good young player. Okay, Laurie Markman is a good shooter. But did they really give up a lot? Did they really give up, give, give up a haul for Donovan Mitchell for acquiring uh, uh, an All Star? Now maybe not a superstar, but a star player in this league. No, I don't. I don't know. It's hard for me to say. So you saying that the Knicks couldn't have found a way to get that done? But I think they wanted more from the Knicks because the Knicks had more to offer. Oh, so so you, so you think they just just traded him to the Cavaliers, right? Just to, yeah, despite the Knicks, yeah. Okay. Well, but I think the Cavs, the Knicks had more to offer. So and I think they were just in a situation where, hey, we'll take what we get. Okay. But and right. so my last, this is my last early favorite. I'm gonna go with the Clippers, man. Oh, see, I, I'm going with the Clippers. I, I, hey, man, if Kawhi, Paul George. And you know I love Teron Lue, man. He's a great coach. Teron Lue is, to my opinion, is the best coach in the league right now. And then if if you can get maybe 14, 15 from John Wall. It's a, it's a travesty that he's not the Lakers head coach. But yeah. But if you if you can give maybe a little a little from John Wall, maybe 14, 15. I don't know if they, they may they may bring him off the bench, though, because Reggie Jackson. Um, yeah, I don't really expect too much. But, but, yeah, the Clippers, if they're intact, I think they, they're, they're, they're one of my early favorites. But. Yeah, I'll let you go ahead with your early favorites. Okay, so I got I'm gonna kinda do a couple teams. In the East, I'm gonna break it up like this. In okay. the East I got the Bucks. Mm-hmm. Because I believe with a healthy Middleton last year they won it again. Uh, I love the Malcolm Brogdon acquisition for Bucks. Oh, to the Celtics. Yeah, man. I love I that. About that. I, I don't think that's getting enough because I was that that was my dream scenario for the Lakers. I was dreaming. I was dreaming that somehow they'll find a way to trade Malcolm for Malcolm Brogdon. I'll say him. this: if if Malcolm Brogdon, um, if the Celtics have Malcolm Brogdon in the finals, I think they win. They win. Oh yeah, they because win. that's what they were lacking—a true point yeah. guard. I like Marcus Smart. He's a defensive player of the year, but he's not a because true point were, guard. I mean, if you watch that finals, there was too many possessions where they just—I mean—they they looked. At they like, looked lost. Yeah. I mean, it was too many rush, I mean, last minute heaves and turnovers at the end. Yeah. Of the, I don't know how many uh, last second heaves at the shot at the end of the shot clock they had. Yeah. I mean, the offense just looked at absolutely just you no know, stagnant. So yeah, I like I, I still like Milwaukee to come out the East, but Boston is definitely you know formidable. West, yeah, the Warriors. I'm not gonna completely rule the Phoenix Suns out. Yeah, I'm not going to run. They got I a mean, lot going I mean, on right they, now. They, but. they were the number one seed going into last year, and they, and they do pretty much bring – I mean, Luka played so great in that series, I think that, you know, they probably would have beat anybody the way he was playing. And, you know, I don't think that we can, you know, think I'm, that – I'm going to rule them out. I don't I don't trust – I mean, I, lo- I love CP3, but I just don't trust them in the playoffs to, number one, stay healthy. Number two, to just – I mean, and I don't trust. I mean, I I like Devin Booker. Who do you trust more going into the next season, the Suns or the Clippers? The Clippers. So you don't trust CP3 to stay healthy, but you trust Paul George and Kawhi to stay healthy? I do. I do. I mean, I don't see how they can. I don't see how you can say that at this point. I do. I mean, we have. I mean, when's the last time Paul George and Kawhi have been healthy? When's the last time Paul George and Kawhi have played, been healthy for an entire season? I need to know this. I don't. I don't have my. Re- At some point, I'm gonna give me a researcher to be in here with us because so, I, I got a lot of questions about stuff that I don't know. Ah uh, man, look, I, I just don't. I don't know. I, I don't trust Chris. Chris Paul's hamstrings. <laughs> just his but hamstrings. You trust that's knees. it. That's it. Just his hamstrings. Nothing else. I just don't trust his hamstrings. But you trust Kawhi's knees. I do, man. I do. <laughs> I do. I just trust Kawhi. I trust Kawhi, man. I love Kawhi, man. He's he's, he's man. I just love Kawhi. 
man. Please, uh, nah, uh, please but, don't put the Lakers in there, man. No, nah, I mean, Denver's interesting. You know, if they get Jamal Murray back, you know, because Jokic, I, I don't care what nobody's saying that's the best big man. That's the best center in the game. Joel Embiid. I, I don't. I don't care. Best, best, I mean, we'll talk, man. We're gonna we're gonna dive into yeah, all this. Dive into this I can't yeah, wait. I mean, I can't wait for NBA season. I mean, no, no question. Uh, Nikola Jokic is the best center in the league. Um, so yeah, they get Jamal Murray back. Uh, and who knows what can happen with that? Let's see here. I just, yeah, I mean, Brooklyn. How can you not like just say if they can find a way with that with that roster? And with the pieces that they have acquired, I, I don't see how you can say if they can just find a way to just, you know, just put all the dysfunction on the back burner and just focus on one on, on winning. I don't see how you can say that they, you know, don't have a legit chance to come out. Because Kevin Durant, you know, opposed to what some people may say, you know, I, I'm not a big Kevin Durant fan. I don't like how he goes about his, his business at times. <laughs> I don't like the things that he says. But doesn't without question he's the best score I've ever seen. This and, and sometimes it's to me, close. yeah, yeah, I gotta, I gotta say that, like, and, and I, and I haven't seen. And let me just preface, I, ha- I didn't see Jordan in his prime. I didn't see, I didn't see a I lot of these Will, guys, right? You know, so but to me, with my, with my own eyes, my, my eye test from what I, I mean, KD when it comes to scoring the and best, the skill set the and what he can set, do. What he can yeah. do is the best score I've yeah. seen. I, I don't really. I mean, maybe Prom Melo. Oh, I can kind of. I can kind of. You know, Mello. would be somewhat close. And you but, know, I'm a Melo fan, but like, man, man, it's yeah. I've never seen anybody being able to. And it, it, the thing is, the efficiency. Man, which he can do man, it. He's so efficient. I mean, that's what that's what made Jordan so great. I mean, Jordan won what 11 scoring titles, and he shot over 50 percent every year that he won. Right. And then, and guys, let me just tell you this on this podcast. There, there, there are some people. That that I don't you know I'm not particularly a fan of, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna give credit where credit is due. Oh, yeah, these these yeah, takes yeah, are gonna yeah. be authentic, yeah, man. You're gonna get these, so yeah. yeah, I'm not a huge Kevin Durant fan, but I gotta be honest. The guy is one of the yeah, best. You, yeah, He's undoubtedly the best scorer. I don't know who's all gonna, but objectivity is the one thing you're gonna get on this podcast. Yeah. So so coming down the end stretch, we're just gonna play a little game and then we're gonna get on out of here man so we're gonna play this game called start bench cut so i'll give you three players and you gotta pick which one you gotta start one bench one cut one so you'll start with we'll start with these three players here starting with john morant trey young luka Doncic. okay i'm definitely starting luka undoubtedly You gotta, you gotta, you gotta bench Ja. I'm, I'm going Luca. You gotta start uh, Luca. Okay, okay, I'm definitely starting Luca. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bench Trey Young and cut Ja. Wow, that is crazy. Because no, okay, this is why I'm gonna say this. I can't, nah, I can't do it. Because I'm going Luca, Ja, Trey. Okay, I, this is the reason why. Ja to me has, you know, I think Trey Young can carry a team past their flaws more than Ja could. I don't. I don't. He's. I think he's too miniature, and I think. I yeah, think. He, I think he's a liability you know, on defense. I mean, and Ja isn't. Ja, ja can guard a little bit. Well, Luca. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. I mean. But Luca is just so transcendent that, like, man. He's a, he's a, he's just a transcendent player. I mean, this really doesn't have a, 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 like a lot to do with 
what, what reason why I'm John gotta do more, man. What do I you mean? mean? He, 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 I mean, the way he talks. Yeah, he does talk a lot. I so mean, yeah, he yeah, gotta back I, it up. I, we gonna have to see more. I mean, look. look okay, look, but bro. I can't. I can't excuse what what Trey Young gave me in the playoffs against the Miami Heat. He got shut down. I can't excuse that. I can't excuse that. So, I mean, Trey got to show me more in the playoffs. Yeah, he went to the Eastern Conference Finals two years ago. Yeah, but I mean, he, so you're just he he got shut down. down. But he got but he got shut down. So like, I mean, there. So this is what I say about Trey. There are things that he's just, he's limited to doing, like with his size. That Ja, like Ja, like if Ja, if you stop Ja's perimeter, Ja can get to the hole on you. And Jock can facilitate yeah, a little but bit. Trey is very, very crafty, and, and Trey Trey turn, turns the ball over a lot. I just got to yeah, say that. But they all do now. Yeah, days. yeah, they do. Luca turns the ball over a lot too. So I don't. But Trey, but I'm going Luca. Trey really Trey. gets to his spots. I mean, I, I think you know, regardless of his size, Trey can really get to his spots, and he can. I think he can get on anywhere on the floor that he wants to. Now the the size, there, there's nothing I can do about that. But I, I think that he can go. Him at his best, I think he can carry you further than Jai at his best. That's just my opinion. Okay. Well, all right. So, a couple more here. We're going to go with some young guns here. So, start one, bench one, cut one. Jordan Poole, Tyrese Maxey, and Scotty Barnes. I'll start this one off. Yeah, go ahead. I'm starting... Man, this is this is a tough one here because these are, these, are, these are three young, good players, bro. I'm starting I'm starting Scotty Barnes. This is where it gets me right here. Tyrese or Jordan. I'm I'm starting okay, I'm starting Scotty Barnes. I'm benching Tyrese Maxey and I'm cutting Jordan Poole. Wow. I'm sorry. I like Jordan Poole, but I, I like Tyrese Maxey better. T- to be honest with you. That may be crazy. To be honest with you. Take. Okay, but to be honest with you. Down the stretch of the with the Sixers, Tyrese was their second best player because Harden was playing like garbage. Well, I mean, that, that's but Tyrese, but, okay, but Tyrese was still was still playing good though. He was their second best player. So, but so you think? So do you think Tyrese? Do you think Jordan Poole could be could be the second best player on the Warriors right now? Well, he pretty much was in the playoffs for him. Mm, I don't know about that. No, that was undoubtedly Andrew Wiggins. At time they had they, okay okay it, it, it depends on which series you break it down with because in you know down in, in, in that first series I mean Jordan Poole was unbelievable I mean they, they both had their moments I mean I mean Andrew Wiggins disappeared sometimes in some of those series against especially against um who would they play the second round Dallas oh was that that was the Western Conference mm-hmm. Finals they played in Dallas uh, who did they play second round they played they played the Nuggets in the first round. I think it was I Memphis. Memphis, yep, 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 Memphis. Yeah, yep. I don't. I, yeah, so I don't. I don't know. That, that this is a tough one. Wow. Yeah, that's a tough one. Um. So okay, I'm gonna. But are you starting Scotty, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, it's definitely Scotty Bourne starting. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm. Ooh. Just, 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 just bench Jordan Poole, man. Cut Tyrese. I know you don't like him. Nah, nah. I love Tyrese Maxey. That's why this is so hard. Who's the younger player? Um. I don't know. I think Tyrese is. No, I think Jordan might be younger. I'm not sure of that. I think Tyrese is younger. Okay, Let's really see. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna bench pool and cut. Tyrese back. is 21. 
I think Jordan Poole is older because he. I think he stayed at Michigan a little longer than. Um, so who you cutting? I, I, I'm gonna bench. I'm gonna bench Poole and cut Maxi. Wow, that's a pretty bold. Yeah. Well, Jordan Jordan Poole is 23, so Tyrese Maxi is a younger player. So all right. So the last one here, and then we'll get out of here. So this will be a, a all time one for the point guards. So this is the, this is this is in their prime. You gotta start one, bench one, cut one. Chris Paul, Jason Kidd, Steve Nash. I know. I know. I, I go. Yeah, go ahead. I'm starting. I, I, I might get some flack for this, but I'm sorry. I'm starting Jason Kidd. Really? Yes, I'm starting Jason Kidd. I'm benching Chris Paul, and I'm cutting Steve Nash, the two-time MVP, yeah. who, sh- who should not. I don't think he deserves those MVPs. I don't think he, he deserves all one MVPs. But I mean, but yeah. So yeah. I, I'm starting Jason Kidd. I got I got to look at what Jason Kidd did in his career because he led a Nets team to to two final to to two finals appearances, and they ran up against juggernauts and the Lakers. Obviously, that was a dynasty, and then the Spurs Spurs obviously that was a dynasty. But he did lead those two teams, and he did win a championship being the point guard as the Dallas Maver- with the Dallas Mavericks. So I'm starting Jason Kidd. Benching Chris Paul and I'm cutting Steve Nash. Okay. I'm starting Chris Paul, benching Jason Kidd, and you know I'm, I'm stabbing Steve Nash. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know, and so it basically just comes down to them two. The reason I'm starting Chris Paul is because he know, can he can give he can give you all of it. Yeah, I, I, I'm saying this, and, I, and I'm, I'm saying this right to this day, and it's not to rank any other point guards who's best. If I'm starting a team with with with, in, with the NBA players today. Chris Paul is my starting point guard of my team. Not to say that he's better than any other, like mm-hmm. that, that he's better than John Morant, that he's better than Steph, that, that he, you know, that he's better than Trey. Not to say that he's better than any of those guys, but he's running my team. Yeah, I mean, as as much as these guys turn the ball over. Chris Paul is the, is the most. Oh, he's gonna take care. Yeah, he's gonna take care of that ball, man. And he's, here's he's the thing: true definition of and a true point thing, guard. He's gonna close the game for you at the end. Which is something that I don't think Jason Kidd w- was ever capable of doing. Yeah, he wasn't. But he he was. I think Jason Kidd just gives you a more like better chance of because he can facilitate. He was a good rebounding guard. He could defend a little bit. He he, he was good at a lot of things, but I don't think he did. He was thing yeah. Great. He wasn't great at a lot of things. Yeah, I'll give you that. You yep, know, I'll definitely give you that for sure. But and Chris Paul has one of the one of the better mid range games. You man, find. his midi is tough. And you know, his midi is just, tough. You know, I mean, kid got the ring late in his career, so I mean, I guess you can right. get on the on that. But and it's not a knock towards Steve Nash or anything. I still think he's a he's an all time great. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, I just don't. I, I just don't. I, the legend of Steve Nash, I think, you know, it's kind of bolstered by them two MVP he won, and one uh, at least one of them. I know for a fact he should won. I think it was the year that Shaq finished shaking to him. Right. Shaq was like put up some crazy ridiculous numbers and he didn't win it, but. Yeah, there's no dis- but I I don't think there's yeah, any. Yeah, and Steve I, I didn't really show up a lot in the playoffs either. No. Yeah, so. But all right, well, man, that's fun, bro. That, that's a wrap, man. I appreciate you guys for tuning in, man. Keep tuning in to Brotherly Love of Sports. We thank you all for listening to the very first podcast uh, with Brotherly Love of Sports. So, man, we just want to thank you. We're gonna get on out of here, man. Appreciate y'all. Y'all take it easy. Thank you, guys. <laughs>